Hey, thanks for listening to the Unexpected Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, please take the time to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Welcome back to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast, where we chat all about the unexpected aspects of pregnancy and parenthood. I'm your host, Deborah Brooks. I'm a speech-language pathologist who found herself unexpectedly expecting. On this show, I call everyone I know who can help me get prepared for this life-changing journey, and on occasion, I chat with my comedian husband, Mike Racine, to see where his head's at. Okay, let's start the show. This is 28 Weeks Pregnant. Hello, third trimester. I am very excited to be here. I feel good. I definitely feel a bit different. I definitely feel more exhaustion. But before we talk too much about me, let's hear about what to expect at 28 weeks pregnant. Welcome to the third and final trimester at 28 weeks. This week, your amazing baby has reached two and a quarter pounds and maybe almost 15 inches long. Baby skills of the week is blinking. Yes, along with other tricks in the growing repertoire that already includes coughing, sucking, hiccuping, and taking practice breaths, your baby can now blink those sweet little eyes. Dreaming about your baby? Baby may be dreaming too, courtesy of REM Rapid Eye Movement Sleep. He or she has started getting, but this little dreamer isn't ready for birthday just yet. Though those lungs are nearly full mature by now, making it easier for your baby and you to breathe a little easier. If he or she were born now, your little bundle still needs a lot of growing to do. Right, yeah, so third trimester, which is very exciting. Um, I feel good, some heartburn here and there and tailbone pain, but nothing some yogurt, Tums, and a donut pillow can't help. Um, This baby is kicking and twirling and moving a whole lot. Things are getting really exciting. Um, I'm in my seventh month and we have 12 weeks to go. All right, so what has happened this week? Not much. Um, We are in the middle of a pandemic. It is February 2021. Um, And yeah, so that's just the way life is. Every day seems drastically similar to the one before but what I was thinking is that being pregnant during a pandemic is it has its concerning moments but it is quite excellent because I have not experienced any FOMO Um, and for those of you who don't know that's fear of missing out Um, yeah I have a very active friend group and uh, we've had two birthdays coming up this month and just looking at old pictures of what we did in years prior made me think about how many fun things we did all the time every weekend and many weekdays Um, I don't know when we slept but um, I'm not missing out on any of that because no one can do anything which is nice so uh, being pregnant during a pandemic is great because you don't miss out on all the fun that your friends are having without you because everyone is sitting home just like you. Another good thing is being able to now work from home completely virtually, which was never an opportunity for me before. As I mentioned in an earlier episode, I did test positive for COVID, which was frightening. 
Um, I stopped all of my in-person sessions and many of those people, even the very young ones, decided to do teletherapy with me for speech therapy starting this week. And uh, it's been great. I love I love doing teletherapy. It gives me a lot of flexibility. Um, I spend a little bit more time creating materials and virtual backgrounds for new uh, activities. But other than that, it's it's great. It's a uh, it's really made this pregnancy go by pretty smoothly. So, um, being pregnant during a pandemic is not bad. I actually recommend it. But apparently, according to the news, there is not a supposed baby boom that was predicted to occur due to the pandemic. Um, And I read an article that said that there's actually going to be an estimated 300,000 less births this year than there ordinarily would be. So there's a baby bust as a result of the pandemic. So interesting. Because many times when you're, you tell people that you're pregnant these days, they're like, oh, COVID baby, you didn't socially distance, blah, 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 everyone's pregnant. Not true. There's a baby bust. So here I am saving the population. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, so what have I been feeling? I'm exhausted. I'm definitely way more tired. And that has lended itself to decreased motivation. I'm not as actively motivated to do things for work as I usually feel like I am. I feel like I could lay in bed for a long time. Um, Except I wake up every day from like 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. I'm just awake in bed for some reason. But I try not to get so grumpy about it because I figure this is just prep for when the baby comes. So that's fine. But um, yeah, so with the third trimester, it's definitely become trickier to roll over in bed, bend down, put on shoes, walking around feels a bit different. Um, So as I've mentioned in, in every episode prior, this whole pregnancy has been quite easy for me and I haven't really experienced many feelings outside of um just what I ordinarily would feel but recently like the changes they're coming and I feel them so stay tuned I uh will let you know how things progress up next I chat with Vanessa the stress-free SLP if you're enjoying the show so far please take the time to rate and review on Apple Podcasts Hello. So today I am speaking with Vanessa DeGroot. She is the stress-free SLP. That must be really hard to accomplish. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I'm a stress-free person, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I mean, I feel like for the most part, I'm stress-free, but um, just a little bit recently, I just feel a little stressed just because, as I mentioned off-air, I have lots to do with work before this baby comes, and I just... I think that's my baby brain. I just don't care about work so much. I just wanted to be gone. Yeah, at the end, I feel like I remember that just being like done with everything, wanting to be done with everything. But it is a lot with the kid, like your students and your kids. Like I remember feeling like that, like wanting to kind of button everything up and get all Mm -hmm. the paperwork done. I mean, this is a stressful time, a busy time with work. I mean, with reports, progress reports. I mean, to then be leaving, you know, 
this is a tough, I feel like this is probably a, a tough time for all of that. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you just want to make sure that you tie up all loose ends so that nobody is haunting you when you're yeah. just ready to focus on your baby. Yes. You don't want to think about any of that for sure. No. No. So Vanessa is a, an experienced mom and an experienced SLP. So if you want to follow her on Instagram, she is at the stress-free SLP. She has tons of resources on there. Um, and she's a stress-free person. So why would you not want to follow her? (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what pregnancy was like for you. Um, I loved being pregnant. I don't know if, you know, it seems like, I don't know if you're loving it or not loving it. No, I am. I'm loving it. There's nothing that's hard at all. Um, <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. I have no, I don't know what people are talking about. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sure like, I know it's different for everyone, but. Um, it, is, it is. I feel, I feel sorry for people who can enjoy it. I mean, yeah. you know, you hear those stories, but I really did enjoy it. You know, I joke around with some friends who like really hated it and would say, oh, well, I don't want another baby, but I'll carry one for you. You know, like I love being <laughs> pregnant. I don't want that little one again, but you know, um, but so I really enjoyed it. I mean, my husband and I knew we were wanting kids right away. Um, so I will say that with both of them, I wasn't sick, like throwing up sick, but I was nauseous for more than 20 weeks with both of them so that was a little unexpected because I feel like most people think most people say you know if you're gonna feel anything or the symptoms like you hit that three month mark you're in the next trimester and you're feeling good and I was like when when does that happen (laughs) um I remember going to my 20 week sonogram with both of them and still feeling like nauseous all the time um so that was kind of yeah, a yucky feeling. You just kind of get, I just kind of get used to it. I'm like, this is my life, I guess, <laughs> you know, just permanently but, nauseous now. Yeah. Permanently nauseous. But as, outside of that, I mean, I really, you know, I know I've listened to your episodes and everything and I feel like very similar. I mean, I felt like that for so long, so I for sure knew, like I wasn't questioning anything, but I, you know, other than that, I didn't feel, I don't know, a lot of people complain and I was pretty like, yeah, I'm good. I, you know, I could go for a long time, like being pregnant and I liked having the belly and feeling them move. And, you know, that's exciting when you can feel all that. Yeah. I don't also, I don't feel like I, cause I'm in a couple Facebook groups and I don't feel extremely emotional. Like some people describe they're like, who, what did you cry about today? I'm like, nothing. I'm happy. Everything's going well. Um, So that's different. I don't know. You didn't experience any of that. Yeah, no, I don't, I wasn't, I don't feel like I was over emotional about anything or, mm-hmm. you know, I felt, I felt pretty good the whole time. I mean, you get, I feel like most people get to a point at the very end. Yeah. I know that people say like most new moms go later. I don't, I feel like that's like a thing. Like if you haven't had a baby before people say that. So sometimes at least with your first, if you're going to go to the end, probably with your first but so I feel like as when you get to the end and you're kind of just like you're done like at some yeah. point you get to the point where your belly's big and you're like how are they fitting in there and you just want to fight I feel like at the end you feel like it's been forever you know like yeah. I'm done I want it out you know <laughs> I just yeah so that you know I feel like everyone gets to that point at some point I was it was the very end for me so I feel like it wasn't forever that I felt like I'm done. I really enjoyed it. And I remember thinking like, 
you see it at the end with my first with my daughter like I was I was like oh, you know that this yeah. is it this is you know you wait so long and then you know it's happening I ha- ended up with a c-section for her uh-huh so I was like this these are my last few days like being pregnant you know I don't know I wasn't I was ready to meet her but like not ready like I knew then that was it you know and right. I liked having her like having her in there and you know, she was just mine. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, um, I do think at the end, the universe has to motivate you to want the baby out because you're definitely at this point, very used to having them there. Um, so, but everyone I talk to there who is either like further along than me or have already had their babies, they all describe that towards the end. They were like, enough. Yeah, enough. And I feel like it was maybe like a week or so. It wasn't like so long, but at, at that like bitter end where you're like, and then, but with my daughter, I did find out that I was going to have to have a C-section. Well, I mean, I guess it was my choice. She was not, nothing was, I was past my due date and they were oh, like, okay. So that yeah. was my question for you. So like you mentioned, many people say to you that your first is going to go late. So you did go late and then you yeah. got induced yeah. Uh, no, or you went I, straight to C-section. I, yeah, I went to my doctor. I left work on a Friday. I was back. I went back to work on Monday. Everyone's like, what are you, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I haven't, I didn't have my baby. I was due yesterday. And then, you know, so I'm, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not starting until I have that baby in my arms. Like I want every second with this baby. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was past my due date. I went on a Wednesday. I was due Sunday. I went on a Wednesday for my doctor's appointment. And they looked at me like, mm, you know, nothing, there's nothing happening. Like we could be examining you like a month, two months ago. Like that's how much nothing was happening. I was like, right. oh my God. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, there was no medical reason for them to say you have to have surgery. They're never going to force you to have surgery, you know, right, but yeah. I had heard all those horror stories about people getting induced and then hours of late of being in the hospital to possibly end up with the C-section right. and I still, and they still, you know, yeah. and I hate hospitals, mm-hmm. don't want, barely wanted to be there to have the babies, you know? So I was like, I, I don't know, like to prolong it or go, go through, I, you just don't know, like, you don't know what to expect. You have this like thought in your head, maybe of what it might be like or what it might look like, but really you've never gone through it. So you really don't know. Right. So I was like, well, you book me for your next appointment. When's your next appointment? (laughs) And he was like, how about Friday? So I was like, that sounds great. Book me first thing in the morning and I'll be here. Walked in, like had a baby by appointment. I'm like, this is the way to go. (laughs) Yeah, that does sound appealing for sure. (laughs) I can see how there's positive aspects to that. Um, My only concern about a C-section is the recovery rate. So how did you feel after? Did you... Um, were you really, cognitive to see your baby? Yeah, I was. Okay. I really, I felt, I really felt fine. I mean, I will say that I, you don't, you don't know any different either way. So whenever you're going through it, you're kind of just going from minute to minute, going through mm-hmm. the motions. So I didn't know that when you get the epidural, like I didn't picture in my head that my husband wasn't going to be in the room with me. Um, so you're like clinging to dear life to this poor nurse that's, you know, in front of you front heavy hanging off of a table right yeah you know, um so that was I saw little... my aunt get an epidural so that was a little traumatizing for me because I saw it from the side <laughs> you, so yeah I but when you're going through it, at least you don't have yeah. to see it I guess which yeah. is better because I you know but um so that was something but I feel like I I really felt okay I remember the doctor coming into my room I think it was maybe the next so you're supposed to say like four days 
I had her on a Friday, maybe it was by Sunday. He walked into my room and I was walking out of the bathroom, like fully dressed. And he was like, oh, uh, and he looked at me and I looked at him and he's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm feeling good. He's like, all right. So, you know, like, when do you want to go home? I'm like, how about now? How about right this second right now? <laughs> tomorrow like okay and when you you know you're just sitting there all day long I was like I could be sitting here with my baby at home like doing the same thing right um so I kind of I felt fine I remember just kind of hanging out friends coming to visit family coming to visit I know it'll probably be a little bit different this right you know right now but I felt like for the recovery at least with the first I was fine I came home you know, I felt like I was probably doing things I shouldn't be doing. I really felt okay. I felt good. Okay. Okay, That's good. Oh, hello doggy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they like the children. Like they don't want you until you're busy doing something. Right. Yeah. Um, well that's super encouraging to hear that you pretty much, I mean, everyone is different, so there is no way of knowing, but there is that possibility that you can just bounce. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like, uh obviously in the hospital that day up walking around like going to the nursery but she was with me and I feel like especially now they more so want the babies with you than they want them in the nursery so they're in the room with you anyway um I will say with my son because obviously I just had a repeat section with him um I didn't know that you could get like when you have surgery and they open you up I guess it's something with all surgeries that you could get um like a gas bubble pocket okay um just from being opened up Mm -hmm. and I had a lot and it settles in your shoulder which I didn't like your left shoulder right yeah yeah well my sister know. is a nurse and she it she anytime I had left shoulder pain she would tell me I had gas <laughs> Yeah. I, the nurse was saying that came in cause I was in tears. Like, yeah. and I had this major surgery completely like not feeling that. And I was in tears and my husband was like, call the nurse. I'm like, I'm already on like drugs. Like I'm already on like painkillers. Right. What are they? You know, I don't, I can't imagine. And she was like, Oh, it's gas. I'm like, it's in my shoulder. She's like, yep. Yeah, it's a gas pocket from have surgery. And I was like, what, what are all of these random yeah, things? That's so random. So random. So that was that was really like the only setback I guess I had with my son. So then I felt like I couldn't even lift, like I couldn't lift him by myself just because I was in so much pain. And they were like, well, you gotta get up and walk around. I'm like, right, I just had a C-section, so I'm, I don't know, you know. Right, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it's not horrible. I was gone by the time I left, but things you no one tells you or no, I would not have expected that. The Unexpected Podcast is recorded and produced by Deborah Brooks and is sponsored by the Sit Down with Microscene Podcast, SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast, and the Dad Show with Microscene Podcast. For more unexpected content, head over to www.patreon.com slash Deborah Brooks CCC SLP. If you love the show, I'd appreciate a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.